Canto 9, Chapter 1 King Sujunma becomes a woman. The king said, I have listened to your descriptions of all the periods of the Manus and the wonderful actions performed by the Lord of unlimited potency during those periods. He, who was known by the name of Satyavrata, the saintly king and ruler of Dravida Desha, received spiritual knowledge at the end of the previous day of Brahma by rendering service to the original person, the Purusha. I heard from you how he, as a son of Vivasvan, the sun god, thus became the Manu. You have spoken about his many sons, the kings headed by Ikshvaku. O Brahmin, please describe to us, always eager to listen to your stories, the dynasties of those kings and what characterized them, O greatly fortunate one. Please tell us about all those pious and celebrated souls who were there before us, who will be there after us, and who live at present with us. Sri Sutta said, After Parikshit, thus in the assembly of the Brahmin followers had requested this, the powerful Shuka, the one most learned in the Dharma, gave a reply. Sri Shuka said, O subduer of the enemies, now hear from me the most important about the dynasty of Manu, because not even a hundred years would be enough to do this extensively. When the Supersoul, who is the original transcendental person of all higher and lower forms of life, found himself at the end of the Kalpa, outside of him nothing of this universe or anything else existed. From his navel a golden lotus originated, upon which, O King, the self-born one with his four heads appeared, Lord Brahma. Marichi appeared from Brahma's mind, and Kashapa was there from him. He, in his turn, begot in Aditi, the daughter of Daksha, a son, Vivasvan. Vivasvan begot in Samgnya, Manu Shraddadeva, who, with his wife Shraddha, from his sense control, fathered ten sons, whom he gave the names Ikshvaku, Nriga, Sharyati, Dishta, Drishta, Karushaka, Narishanta, Prishadra, Nabaga, and the mighty Gavi. He, the Manu, at first had no sons, but the great personality, the powerful Vashishta, performed a sacrifice for the demigods Mitra and Varuna that would bring him sons. But Shraddha, Manu's wife, who, as prescribed, observed a Payovrata vow of drinking only, approached with obeisances the performing priest during the sacrifice and begged him for a daughter. The Ritvik in charge, the Advaryu, told the priest performing the oblations, the Hota, to engage with this in mind, whereupon the Brahmin took the ghee and recited the mantra Fashat unto the living being. With that transgression of the performing priest, a daughter was born named Ila, the libation. When Manu saw her, he most dissatisfied said to his guru, O oh my lord, what is this? As a result of the actions of you transcendentalists, there is, alas, this painful deviation. This rebellion against the absolute truth never should have happened. How could you, 
versed in Vedic knowledge, connected and austere, of whom all impurities were burned away, deviate from your decision? Since when are the demigods of false promises? Having heard what he said, the most powerful one, their great-grandfather Vashishta, who had understanding for the mistake the performing priest had made, spoke to Manu, the son of the sun god. This unexpected result was the consequence of the wrong action of your priest. However, I will employ my power to give you a nice son. With that decision, O king, the renowned powerful master Fashista offered prayers to the original person with the wish that Ila turned into a man. Pleased by him, the Supreme Controller Hari granted the desired benediction so that Ila became a nice man who was called Sujumna. One day, Sujumna was on a hunting trip in the forest, O King, being accompanied by a couple of associates. While riding a horse from Sindhu Pradesha, he went north in pursuit of the game. For the occasion, the hero was equipped with a beautiful bow with very special arrows and an armor. At the foot of Mount Meru, he happened to enter the Sukumara forest where the mighty lord Shiva is enjoying life with his wife Uma. Having entered there, O ruler of men, Sojumna, the preeminent hero, saw himself changed into a woman and his horse into a mare. All his companions were also changed into the opposite sex, and seeing each other like this, they got very depressed. The Honorable King Parikshit said, How can that realm have this quality? How came this about, O Mighty One? We would very much like to hear you deliberate about this. Sri Shuka answered, Saints, who fixed in their vows, dispelled the darkness in every direction, once came there to see the Lord of the mountain, Shiva. Ambika, Durga, who sat naked on her husband's lap, was most ashamed when she saw them. She quickly got up and covered her breasts. The saints, seeing the two enjoying sexual intercourse, desisted from proceeding further and departed immediately for the ashrama of Nara Narayana. Because of this, the mighty lord, wishing to please his beloved, said, Anyone who enters this place will turn into a woman on the spot. Males in particular, since then, do not enter that forest, whereabout she, Sujumna, in the company of her associates, thereafter wandered from stretch to stretch. When she, as a most exciting woman, thus surrounded by other women, was loitering near his ashrama, the powerful Buddha, the son of the moon and deity of Mercury, wished to enjoy her. She also longed to have him, the beautiful son of King Soma, for her husband, and thus she from him gave birth to a son named Puru Rava. I heard that Sujumna, who thus, as a king born from Manu, had achieved the female status, then remembered Fashista, the preceptor of the family. The merciful sage, seeing him in that condition, was very aggrieved. He wanted his maleness to return and began to pray to Lord Shankara, Shiva. Shiva, being pleased with him, O servant of the state, 
in order to keep his promise to Uma and to show the sage his love, said, This disciple of your line will one month be a female and the next month be a male. Sujuna may with this arrangement then rule the world as he likes. With this settlement, he, by the mercy of the Acharya, acquired the desired maleness and ruled over the entire world, even though the citizens were not quite happy with it. From Surjumna, three sons were born, listening to the names of Utkala, Gaya and Vimala, O king. They became kings over the southern realm and were very religious. Thereafter, when the time was ripe, the master of the kingdom, who was so mighty, handed the world over to his son, Pururava, and left for the forest. <laughs>